What's up? My name is Joey Gomez. And my name is Amin Mishadi. Welcome to Collected Conversations. This is a podcast about lifestyle, mindset, personal experiences, and this crazy but amazing thing we call life. So tune in, strap in, buckle up, and enjoy the show. One, two. Hello, hello. This is Joey Gomez speaking. Testing, testing. Good? Yes. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to Collective Conversation, episode number five, right? May. We're not going to do an intro beat? The intro beat's already running. Okay. All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is Collective Conversations. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode number five. Number five. Number five. This is May. Um, So thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all of you listening. 21. 2021. May 21st? First, 21st, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, we value your feedback. <clears throat> like, like I said, uh, previous episodes, reach out to us. If you uh, have anything you want to add, anything, any guest recommendations, uh, any feedback. Um, I mean, How's it going, everybody? Thank you for thank you for tuning in today. We got a special guest today. Very special very guest. Very special uh, guest. I can, I can introduce him. So very, very excited for this guest. Um, he is uh, a mentor to me, but more importantly, he's a friend to me. Um, uh, I learn a lot from him, and he, he inspires not only myself, but he inspires many people. So uh, today I'm going to introduce Jerry Hart. Hey, thanks hey. for having me on. Of course, of course. Thank you for tuning in. How are you, Jerry? I am good. I am good. It's a beautiful cool. day today. Beautiful it, day. Uh, what do you call it? It's Friday, right? It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah. So, start of the weekend. You did a lot of driving today. By the way, we appreciate you so much for coming in today, really. Oh, yeah. no, that's quite all right. Yeah. Actually, I don't mind. I enjoy being on the road, actually, more than anything. Yeah. Do you, when you're driving, do you listen to more music or more, like, you know, talks, podcasts? I listen to more talks. Um, I listen to more talks than I do music. If I do listen to music, I listen to a lot of Christian music. Just okay. to kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, I guess... Mellow the the atmosphere and stuff right. like that, but uh, um, but when, you know a lot of times I'll, I'll take that time because especially like when I'm driving, I'm 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 on for I'm on the road for quite some time when I'm driving, right? right? And I'll want to like listen to uh, you know different speakers, um, motivational speakers, just to kind of you know fill your now fill yourself with knowledge, right? Because <clears throat> knowledge is power, right? They always say that knowledge is power. Yep. You know, but the thing is, is um, acquired knowledge is power, but it's not worth anything if you don't use any of it, right? And so it's one of those things I always want to make sure whatever I'm taking in, I'm actually using. And if I don't use it, then, you know, That's then good. it's kind of like a a toolbox that uh, you just store the tools all inside the box and you never take it out. And you, you know, and if you're never taking it out, you're never using it. It's always going to stay clean, right? And it's always going to love look that good. metaphor. Do but you? But do, you have, do you have like specific names that you that you like specific people people that you listen to? Um, you, you know what? Believe it or not, like myself. Yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, I will listen to like I'll listen to Tony Robbins. I mean, he's good. I, yeah. I like his energy and stuff like that. But then there's a lot of times I'll also just listen to uh, like even speeches that are done by like Denzel Washington. 
Oh, yeah, he's good. Okay, I, I like some of his speeches that I have. Or sometimes I'll listen just compilations of different motivational speakers that are blended in on YouTube and just hear yeah. just different motivational, you know, compilations that are put together because it just it's just empowering. There's a lot of them that are repeat, right? Like, you know, you listen to certain ones and, and it just repeats over each other. But you got to realize where did these people also get it, right? They've mm-hmm. got it from, you know, they've got it from people like your Jim Rohn, What's right? The I'm sorry? What's the blueprint? What what is and what's the blueprint? They're, like the Denzel Washington people, right? You're saying what's the blueprint? What's what's inspired them to be motivational? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and I'm sure at one time, you know, they weren't looking for motivation, right? They were just, you know, doing their own thing, and somebody touched them with something, and they started searching and looking. Hey, what else do I need? What else do I need? Right. right? And so they wanted to inspire them, inspire themselves with more positivity, right? Where can I find that? You know, and great, you know, YouTube, YouTube is good and it's bad, right? You can find your good and bad, depends on what you want to look for. And, you know, it's just like anything in life, you know, if you want good, you'll go look for good. If you want mm-hmm. bad, you can easily find bad, right. you know, it's both ways and, and that's the thing. But then it's also, what do you use with that knowledge that you get? Right. Very true. And good. How can you use it? If you guys don't mind, uh, I'm going to go back to the beginning a little bit because um, yeah. I want to, I want to talk about how I met you, yeah, you how I met Jerry. That's, yeah. That's a cool story. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, I, I actually just graduated college from Columbia, congrats, uh, Columbia man, College, Chicago. Way. Thank you, congrats, thank man. you. Oh, that's right! Congrats. We gotta I, celebrate. We gotta celebrate. <laughs> There's always a reason to celebrate. Always <laughs> a reason. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. But anyway, so I did two years at Columbia College, and before that, I did two years at community college called Harper, Harper College in, in Palatine, right, right across the street from the from Harper was this restaurant called Takiria Maya. And my mom and I, we love tacos. We love trying out new restaurants. And my mom and I started going to this restaurant called Takiria Maya. It's delicious. Okay. We went back there multiple times. We started talking to the owners. Um, at the time we were working there was Tano and his brother Sal. That's right. Right. Yeah. Um, and so like we would talk to them and that was actually, that was, so that was early 2019, right around the time I started collected. Okay. And I was like, it was still like very, like, I was still like, okay, what am I doing here? You know, I'm started is just the first few t-shirts. I was starting to tell people about it and I would, I would tell the owners of them you know, about it. And then um, one day, I was at the Kiri Maya. I was actually there with my friends. Right. Um, we had a delicious meal. I was like between classes, going back to going back to Harper. And I was checking out. I was paying for my paying for my food at the counter. And I was telling the uh, I forgot his name. I think his name is Robert. He was he's not working there anymore. Anyway, right. I was paying my bill, telling him about collected. And then uh, Jerry Jerry <laughs> at the time, I had no idea who this man is. He's sitting over there at the ta- uh, at the table talking to one of the other workers, Sal. And uh, he's like, "What is it you do? Like, you know, what do you do?" And Sal, I remember Sal pointing like, "Yeah, this is this is the guy." He was like, "He was like, yeah, this is the guy you want to talk to." Go over to Jerry and um, was, we we connected, right? Like, I forgot like exactly what it said, but you took well, my- pri- primarily. I just asked you, you know, what it, what yeah, is this you, business? You me, or what's this right. clothing line that that you have? And you primarily told me, "Oh, I got a clothing line. It's called." Collected? I said, collected. Okay. And you spelled it out for me, C-L-L-C-T-D. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty unique. I probably so, told you about the meaning behind right, it. Yes. And I asked you, I said, so what does it mean? What does collected really right. mean? And you started telling me, and I'm like, wow, that is really cool. And so then I think you you were in a, I mean, we got to talk as much as we can because I know you were in a hurry to get back to class. Right. Right. But you took but, my number down, so we would, right. you know. We exchanged and actually even turned around and invited you to, to one of my jumpstart classes. Right. right? I, I do I do want to get in a jumpstart. So. But yeah, and then. Um, 
you, you invited me to the first Jumpstart class. Right, right. And I was like, I was like, I, I just met this guy. I was skeptical. I'm like, what is this? Like, what like, is, like, what is like, what's, what's this guy trying to do? <laughs> what is this guy trying to sell me? <laughs> is he trying right? to make some money on me? What's going on? <laughs> what is this guy trying to sell me? And uh, But I knew the restaurant. It wasn't like, hey, come to this shady warehouse. I'm like, all right. Like, I've been right, to the right, right. I didn't they, tell you to come to McDonald's. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. You, you said, like, you're like, jumpstart your future. And you kind of like, you kind of had like a little curriculum, right? And like, exactly. the text message. I was like, this is, like, I'm... I'm super into like you know self improvement. I read those. I read the books. Listen to the like we're just talking about. Listen to the speeches on YouTube. Yeah. It fill my mind up with that stuff. I'm like you know this is something I want to try out. Right. And so I went to the first Jumpstart class and it was great. And I think the rest is history. And I I, I, I remember after that first Jumpstart class, you would not stop talk, talking about it. Hey bro, you gotta come to this next one. You gotta come to this next one. So you would keep telling me. And is this you, true, bro? Yeah, you gotta you, you tell me. Wait, uh, what? <laughs> you have to meet uh you have to meet Jerry. You have to meet Jerry. So one that's the first time I met you was probably was it, it was. Right before COVID, it was our nah, mid- dude. You, you met him at Frankie's. Frankie's. It was at, at a, it was a mid month class. The first mid month class. One of the first mid month classes that we've had. True. Yeah, but we were sitting outside. Right, we, we were, were sitting outside. outside. It was when COVID started. Our was first it? outside class. Our first class, mid month class, during the COVID time. Was it really? What that was? So that was COVID, COVID had started then. Yeah, because okay. I, we never had a mid month until right. then. Yeah, we had a decent amount of people there could turn out. I remember splitting a pizza with Danny Velez. Yeah, I'm, I made Faraz. Faraz, that's my first time. I met Faraz. I met Faraz. I met. I met Faraz there for the first time too. Before <laughs> the last first time I met Faraz was actually on a on a uh, on the screen, and then he actually right. Okay, I remember that. We we did have a couple. Uh, we had a few uh, jumpstart zooms. Right. That's right. 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 So okay. okay. So I met your daughter. Yes, she my showed daughter, up. Okay. I met. I met uh, the DNA owner. The DNA brand uh, owner, Dylan. Dylan, I met. That's uh, a dope brand. Yeah, I remember you. You brought up when I first, very first time I met you. You brought up DNA. You're like, oh, I have a friend who says DNA. Yeah. It's similar to the idea of unique right. well, individuals guys, well, collected as both, one. Both wanted your clothing lines. Both right. had clothing lines. Had both clothing line ideas. Kind of, you know. I mean, again, you guys were both starting. Yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, he he, but you guys were, you guys were hitting different um, demographics, right? With your clothing line, true. You know. Um, so yeah, so. I went to the first Jumpstart. Um, is basically like a. Do you want to talk about what Jumpstart is? I mean, my, one of my questions I want to ask you is why did you stump, jar, start? Why did you start Jumpstart? But like, what kind of what is Jumpstart for? Uh, yeah, I, I, for, people, like, for our listeners, people don't know what is Jumpstart. So, so Jumpstart was created in back in December of 2000, uh, 2018 right. as a idea to get it moving and having the first class to start January of 2019. Mm-hmm. So I had a, a kind of like a pre-empt to like, hey, you know what, come to our December meeting before you start our actual uh, Jumpstart class so you can kind of have an idea and you can drill me on whatever questions you have and what this is all about and should I even participate in this starting in January, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I had an open open class for that just for anyone just to drill me with any questions they have. And Jumpstart was primarily, uh, the whole meaning behind Jumpstart is primarily learning from your past, right, um, and to engage into your present, right, so you can jumpstart your future. Damn. Wow. Damn. Can you say that one more time? So it's learning from your past, okay. things that have happened in your past, to engage in your presence, right, in the present time, so that you could jumpstart your future. Okay. Wow. 
So, and you basically reached out to friends and family to just, like, use anybody, like, hey. Anybody. Yeah, in your matter. network, right? And a lot of it was, you know, it was something that Shalom and I, um, you know, Shalom and I, we've known each other for a while. He actually started with me way back when as just an apprentice working for me just because he wanted to learn yeah. for, like, months. And he'd start from early morning until whenever I said it was done, we're done at night. And night could be, like, 10, 11 o'clock at night. But he'd be, like, with me at 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, he didn't realize what I was really doing or how much I was doing. But Kind of took but, him under your wing a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was willing. So, I mean, took him in. But but a lot of the reasons behind Jumpstart, you know, in the vision was to really impact, you know, all age demographics and any generation that is willing to improve their lives. Because how I looked at Jumpstart is, is a way to touch individuals and help guide them in the direction needed to, you know, push them and motivate them maybe more than they're, they they have currently. You know, I'm not saying that your your friends and family can't motivate you or can't push you, but maybe they can't push you the way that you really need it, right? Or right. guide you the way that you need Because, again, you know, it, it's never your uh, – I'm not here to say it's your parents you – know, you know, your parents can't guide you, but they can only guide you for so much. only as much as they know how to, Right. And if you want to go farther, it's not your parents' responsibility, it's yours. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things that I, uh, you know, my whole thing is is having that that vehicle, giving people that vehicle, you know, and I'm trying to supply that vehicle for people to help, uh, help get them out there so that they can have the tools that they need to go farther in whatever the direction, whether it's just in personal growth, whether it's in spiritual growth, whether it's in financial growth, you know, I mean, whatever yeah. it is, right. I wanted to make sure that I had that vehicle for them to help them. Now, Grant, and, and Grant, in that, I'm not saying that we are the main vehicle. That's not what I'm saying. But it's a starting point to help them so that it opens up their vision, right, more than maybe what they already knew or have. Right. And other avenues that they can, you know, they can now know, OK, I can dig in here to find out more on this or I can dig in here, to find out more than this. You know, I mean, knowledge is power. Right. But the thing is, is are you going to the right places to get the right knowledge? You know, are you are is it? Hmm. I think that was one of the topics in a right? jumpstart recently. Is like, what is the source right. of the um, knowledge? Right. Where, what are you really, and, you know, and with that source that you're getting of that knowledge, what, you know, what are you doing? You know, because, you know, everybody goes through life, right? We're all just going through life. Wake up every day, we're just going through life. We don't have a choice. Another day, another day, another day. But the thing is, the question is this, do you want to keep going through life or growing through life? Which one do you want to do? True. Right? And one thing I appreciate about your, uh, uh, that one jump star that I attended to, Jerry, was, like you mentioned, people, were, they're from different fields, Clothing, yeah. like clothing, we're business. We're all dudes. Literally, so diverse. Exactly. Yeah. So many ages, different people, and, and races, genders. right? Genders. Right. And, then, and then I was there for one day, and I'm, and I'm like, I looked at everyone's faces, and then everyone had a different. You could see that passion in their eyes. And as an artist, one of my biggest goals is to bring people under the same roof, no matter if they're white, black, Mexican, like music, fashion. Right. And I really appreciate that about the first meeting that I attended to. So that's one thing that we, he obviously admires about you as well. So. Right. And like, thank you, thank you for that. Well, you know, the biggest thing is I don't want. I, I believe that, you know, it's not saying that hey, this is only good for people who are older or people who are younger. Okay, to where that's why we have people as young as sixteen in the class. Yeah, we high school to as even as you know. I, I don't want to say old, but you know, to in their like 
you know, 50s, you know. Maybe, I don't even know if I had anyone in their, maybe even, yeah, I've had people even in their 60s in class. Because here's the thing, you know, we got a, you got a lot of knowledgeable people, you know, that are older, right? But then you got also a lot of knowledgeable individuals who are younger. And if you can get the old to learn from the young and the young to learn from the old, how much more diverse right. is that individual? Right? And that's why I tell people, you know, because it's always the, you know, the younger or the older turning around saying, ah, you know, you young people don't really know as much as us old people because we're more experienced. We've been out there. And then you got the younger people. Ah, you, you older people don't know that much because we're so much more experienced, especially nowadays with the technology and this and that. But what if you could put both together? Hmm. How much more of a difference can you make? Not just in your life, but in other people's lives and in the world. And, and that has Instead like, of saying, hey, you know, you old are like this and you young are like this, but now put it all together. What can we do really? Right? Kind of like, like what you guys, like in your shirt, right? Collected, right? Right. Collected together. And, and that like yeah, has, right? that has so many implications because like you can't just, you know, have a team of all like one type of people in like a room trying to solve a world problem. You need people, you need exactly. ages, you need different uh, people right. from different backgrounds, different races, gen- you know, anything. Right, exactly. To have that, and you got you you and and you know we got both we got you know we don't have only men we have men and women, of right. different age ages right and different cultures. So now you're understanding also the difference of cultures. And the thing is, you know the the classes that we have, like I tell, it's a safe place. And why do I call it a safe place? Because you can tell and say whatever you want there, and whatever is said or done there, it's only for there. Mm-hmm. Because we want people to feel comfortable when they go ahead and they express themselves, right? Whether, you know, how, how deep these scars are that have happened in your life, that you should feel comfortable to go ahead and release it there, but also not feel that you're going to get judged by everyone inside there, nor that it's going to be shared outside of there to where all of a sudden, you know, you just unloaded your stuff, you know, your personal life, and now it's going to be shared on the outside. Yeah, no, no, that's not what this is. This is about, <clears throat> hey, you know what? This is your extended family that is here to help support you and push you and help you get out of that, to release some of that trash or that garbage that you've been carrying around with you on your on your shoulder or dragging because you've filled it so much. You know, you got this, you know, hefty garbage bag that you keep on throwing more trash inside of it, right? Of things that are happening in your life, you know, frustrations, aggravations, you know, disruptions, um, you know, uh, uh, feeling of, you know, let, let down or resentment or whatever it may be, right? Yeah. And then you're just storing it, but you're carrying this thing with you. And, and it just becomes heavier and heavier, right? We What we're trying to do is help you let go of it, right? Or at least in letting go of it, like, let it out so that you can eventually take some of it out so finally you can live the real life and not feel like all this weight that you're pulling or carrying on your shoulder, yeah, and, and wow. you're not you're not just saying it. Like I've made it almost two and a half years, almost two and a half years now. A yeah. commit, a commitment. Can you believe that to, two and a half years? Right, right. A commitment to you know go to these jumpstart meetings once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. We started doing them, and like like I said, it, it is a safe place. So I, I do I, I truly feel comfortable there, and I think that's why I've made a commitment to go because I can go and talk about um, things there with you guys, and it's right. I know I'm going to be able to talk about it because it's like say I go hang out with my friends, we just start. We lose. We go off on a tangent. But there, we we always come back to this is what we're here for. I could talk about things there that I don't can't necessarily talk about with any of my friends or even my family because it's right. You know, it's no, and and, and I get it, and that's right. why you know we always emphasize even when somebody new comes in. Hey, you know what? This is a safe place, right? And you know, hey, hopefully this is for you. And if it's not for you, then hey, it, it's fine. 
you know, but but you also got to respect what our rules are in here if you're going to come. Hey, hopefully sure. we get some new people now, right? Hey, anyone who listens, you're hey, welcome to come. We're, we're always open to new people. Yep. Because you know, like I said you know if this is what if this is what it takes to get more new people to come and reach out and not feel afraid to you know to uh, share what's going on in their life. Hey, you know, I mean, and look at. You know, I think when when you first started, you were kind of like, so what does it cost to come to your class, right? I did not ask you. Did you ask me that or something? No, it's a joke we make, though. What was that? It's just a joke we make. I oh, like. okay. Well, <laughs> every so time we do first. But, but we got, I don't charge anything. You know, uh, my whole thing is if you're willing to commit your time, I'm willing to commit mine. Can I ask why? Why? So one of the biggest reasons why is because I think one of the... You know, in in growing up, I think one of the biggest questions that was always asked to me is, is if you could change anything in your life, okay? And even my my daughters, like, you know, I have four girls, right? I have four girls. I have an incredible wife, very supportive, okay? And, you know, there was one time we were were sitting down, we were in the kitchen talking, and my, my kids asked me, if you could change anything in your life, what would it be? And I, and one of the biggest things I, I really thought, I said, I don't think I, I mean, I, I've gone through a lot, don't get me wrong, like good, bad, I mean, you, you name it, right? But um, I told him, the only thing I would change is adding or finding myself a mentor at a younger age. Mm-hmm. If I would have found myself a mentor and even understood what it means to have a mentor at 16, 17, 18 years old, Changes your entire. There's life. so many things that probably would have changed in my life. I couldn't agree with you anymore. Okay, and I and and that's why that's one of the biggest things. And, and Grant, you know, I mean, I came from a very average family. You know, my my parents were more about you know, hey, if you can't if you can't pay cash on it, don't don't buy it. Don't put yourself in financial debt, stuff like that. We had you know, we had two always two station wagons in our family. When we went on vacation, we always drive. If it was Florida, we drove to Florida. If it was wherever, we drove, right? We weren't like, you know, one of those that, okay, we'll go buy plane tickets. I mean, no, it, it wasn't like that, you know, and, and so it wasn't, you know, it was a very humble life, right? Um, did I want nice things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just like anybody else, you know, you see it, you know, so, you know, the media shows you all these things to entice you to want certain things, right? Nothing right. wrong with that. But, you know, but I, I also noticed like, I was not that studious individual. So I never went, I didn't go to college. I only, I, I was happy to finish high school. <laughs> okay. And I wasn't like, you know, one of the top, you know, I wasn't even, I wasn't even in your top 100 in, in the school. Okay, I was like your, I was like in your bottom one hundred. I relate to that. Where, where'd you go to high school? Downers Grove South. Oh, he grew up around here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's your What's your ethnicity? Downers Grove. No. What's your ethnicity? Oh, I'm Filipino. Filipino. Were you born there? I was born there, and I came here at the age of three. Uh, okay. Wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And with your family, mom and dad. With my actually, my mom came before I came to kind of help kind of plant out the roots because. Uh, hmm. You know, it was kind of a tough struggle. I mean, my my mom had left me uh, in the Philippines to be raised by my grandparents while she well, my grandparents paid for her to fly to New York to go meet up with my father. Now, I never met my father because my father wasn't even there when I was born. Hmm. Okay, and then when she went to go meet with my father in uh, in New York, she then ended up finding out there that he was already starting also another family. 
Oh, no. And she didn't realize that until she was there and finding out yeah. whenever she was there, when she was there, you know, all of a sudden, you know, she's there and thinking he'd be happy that she's there. She'd always be leaving her at the, at home alone and she'd be gone and then wouldn't show up. Till, and that's kind of what ended up happening. And so then she left New York, moved to, to Illinois, you know, and she ended up connecting with her pen pal. Okay. And when she met, when she, uh, connected with her pen pal, um, then they ended up getting together and they got married. And that's how mine, that's how I ended up, uh, then get, getting brought here to Illinois. Mm-hmm. Okay. From, uh, my grandparents to reconnect with my mom. And then she had married her pen pal and then her pen pal. Married is, her pen pal? Married her pen oh, wow. pal. And you were three at the moment. Huh? You were three. I was only about, I was only like three years old at the Do moment. Do you remember anything? Do I? Do you uh, remember? I remember some of that. I mean, remember I, when I came here? It was cold. I was like, "Wow, it's cold here." Because the Philippines, <laughs> there's no snow, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was cold here, and I remember when I came here and all that. You know, I mean, everyone spoke English. I couldn't speak a word of English, and now I can't even speak a word of my own language, which is Tagalog. So, uh, what, you know, uh, is t- Tagalog? Tagalog. Tagalog. So, so Tagalog is a, is is the language in the Philippines. But you know, I came here only speaking that. I couldn't speak English, uh-huh. but then they pushed that. I I need to learn. Because otherwise I couldn't go to school here, right? So they just only spoke to me in English. Now I can't even speak my own native language, right? But in, in all that happening, you know, my mom ended up, like I said, marrying her pen pal. And in marrying her pen pal, he ended up uh, adopting me and then changing my name. So, and and he legally he legally did that. but And he even asked permission from my biological father who pretty much said, do whatever you want. I don't care. You know, change yeah. his name, do whatever you want, adopt him if you want, it doesn't matter. So, and he, literally that father that raised me, raised me since I was three years old, and I mean, he's really the father I know, you know? True. The one that raised you. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's an incredible story, man, because when your mom came here to plant the seeds, she obviously went through devastating times. Seeing your father start a new family in a brand new country with no support, no no friends, I couldn't imagine what she'd gone through. And then to go to move to Illinois again, start a new life, to met a man, she probably went to hell and back. And then you were probably one of her biggest motivations, if not the just the, yeah, the her I mean, motivation. I, you, you know? know, you know what? And and I'm sh- and I can't speak for her. Yeah, but I mean, I you know, I'm I'm sure. I was, you know, I'm sure I probably was one of her motivations. 100%. You know, um, I mean, I, my mom is very, you know, very positive, very, you know, she's she's all about giving and, and helping helping the needy and helping the poor. And, and I get that. You know, at first I didn't understand all that. Later on in life, I understood a little bit more. Right. right. But, you know, it, it was, you know, it, you know, every time I look back and I, I see where I started or where I came from, you know, um, you know, it wasn't easy. I know it wasn't easy, you know, for my mom. But then again, I also knew myself in growing up. It, when I Every time I try to look, I look back a little bit more, I look back at the other challenges I've had to face. Because, you know, I mean, I'm a minority, right? And especially during that time in, you know, in 1973, 74, right. you know, there's not a lot of Filipinos out here. I mean, yeah, we're true. all, you know, I mean... <laughs> You know, I mean, I'd be ha- I'd be surprised if maybe if there was only maybe about five in the whole school, like you know, five Asians in the school. Yeah, right. Because my mom, when she came here, my mom yeah. was similar story. She came here first. My brother in back in two thousand nine. Right. Uh, me and my father were staying in Turkey. They stayed in Illinois with my cousin a little bit, and then she got a job. She bought her first car. She got she got new apartment. It was one bedroom apartment, and I came after. 
And then my dad came a year after, so similar experience, but not she was not she was not here alone. She had one cousin, right? So I could only imagine because I was missing her. I was only twelve at the moment, yeah. back in Turkey. So I was missing her, and I couldn't imagine what 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 she been was going through. But she still had some support, such as cousin. Right. They were directing her to some directions to go. Hey, you need to get a social security. You need to get a driver's helping license. Her, helping yeah. her learn English. Yeah, helping even, to learn yeah. English, putting her into classes. Your mom here alone. That's that's inspiring. Yeah, and then coming here with coming to United States to a bad news, to to, to probably broke her heart to see to her, see her husband do that, and then wow, yeah, yeah, no, don't do me wrong. It, it's definitely uh, you know, it's you know, it, it was definitely a challenge, but you know what? I mean, she took. I mean, she didn't let it stop her. She definitely, uh, you know, she definitely still came here with. Uh, I don't want to say with a positive attitude but still with an attitude to achieve something you know achieve what especially back then you know the dream was to come to the u.s and <laughs> to make a life in the u.s and wow. not just to make any kind of life but to be successful yeah. you know and so i think that's know. a dream today yeah, yeah. well I, I believe it still is a dream yeah, i don't, I don't believe it's yeah. not but i'm just saying but i, I believe it, it was even more than you, know, you don't have the same resources as you do now i agree Right yeah, back sure. then, I mean, there's not a whole. No, there is no internet back then, right? Right. So <laughs> to look to see where you could get an apartment. There's not even. There's not even a cell phone, right? Everywhere, no. you know. Maps. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so mentors, you know, so some people they don't, you know, let alone find a mentor. Let alone even you know, some people don't grow don't grow up with a dad, or they have a dad. Right. Maybe he's not as. Uh, he might be like abusive, or just all types of problems that can go on. Someone being raised that kind of. I don't want to see predisposed, but it kind of like, in a way, like kind of directs their life when they're born into a family like that, you know, so. Right. Um, I guess how, how can someone maybe stuck in that situation? How can they, how can they find a mentor? How can they, you know, how can, like, what steps can someone like, can someone take to, to take, get the, dig themselves out of a hole, you know? Can you know not everyone has... Well, I mean, you know. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to make sure I'm understanding what your yeah. question is. But if you're saying dig yourself out of a hole, like you know, let's say they're in, I mean, for I mean, in in any problem or any hole that you feel that you're possibly in, right? What or or, or feeling feeling of darkness, right? You're okay. like you're hey, you know what? Like uh, I'm kind of lost. Like I don't know where to go, where to start, what to do, all this stuff, right? It, the first thing is is that you really need to do is just. Accepting the fact, like you know, you, okay. you like you know, it's almost like a, it's almost like an like like an alcoholic admitting at the fact that he's an alcoholic, or a gambler admitting that they're a gambler, right? Or a drug addict admitting that you have a drug problem, right? It's the same thing. If you got if you you know, hey, you know, I'm I'm having a hard time this, or I'm having a hard time this, right? You got to be able to accept the fact that I am having a hard time, but then in accepting that you're having a hard time, also being acceptance and willing to say I need help. Right? Because unless you can't, unless you, if you can't ask for help, then what can you really do for yourself? Right? Okay. Because you, because the problem and why most of the time that you've gotten into that problem or that, that situation is because you didn't have the right mind or skill set yet. Yet. Keyword. To, right. Exactly. Yet. To get you out of it, and that's why you're still in it, and that's why you keep on, you know, you feel like you're getting out, and then you're coming right back in, or you feel like you're coming out, yeah. and you're you're just going in a circle. You haven't really overcome, right? And that's great because honestly, sometimes when people go through problems such as such as it could be anything, like you said, dark moments, dark moments. When people go through dark moments, I feel like if people were honest to themselves, 
this is, I need to accept this. This is happening at this moment. What can I do to get help? What, what's the solution? When people start thinking outside the box, that's how we challenge our, uh, challenge our, challenge ourselves to reach the higher limit. And, if, and that's what I pick up from that. Okay. Yeah, I see. Right. Wow. And, and that's, and that's pretty big. Acceptance is pretty big. If you got to be able to accept the fact and then, and then be able, okay, yourself to reach out and ask for help. And I don't mean ask for help from your friends who are just as well don't know. Right. That's, that's right? what I'm saying. That's yeah. not like, what I'm saying. Like, who because, you know, because, a lot of, because a lot of people are like, oh, let me ask my friend. But here's what you got to realize. <laughs> friends don't even know. Is, is, if, your, if your friends have not, if your friends have not been in, in, in the same scenario you've been, or done what you, it's just, you know, how can they help you? If your friends are in the same situation as you, how can they help you? If your friends don't you, have that kind of experience, well, even then, it, even in supporting you, okay? See, it, it's one thing to have a friend to support you, but are they supporting you and being honest with you, right? So a real friend, and I think I've, I've, I've always mentioned this, mm-hmm. you want a real friend, a real friend should be a friend that turns around and tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So when I say one thing you would you need to hear, what you need to hear is whether or not they agree or disagree with you, they're going to tell you, right? And whether or not you're going to get mad at them or not, or not, right? Because of what you're saying to them, because you agree or disagree, they're, you, it doesn't matter to you, right? You want to be their friend. Hey, you know what? Joey, I, I disagree with what you're saying, but this is the reason why I disagree. I mean, you do what you, you do. I'm still going to, I'm still there because I'm still going to be your friend, but this is how I look at it and this is what I'm viewing. Right. Okay. But you could still do whatever you want. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just giving you my honest opinion as that's, a friend. Now, if I turn around and I say, hey, Joey, you know, yeah, you're right. Just go ahead. Because I don't want to have conflict with him now until I disagree, even though I do disagree. What kind right. of friend am I? Right. Right? So real friends tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Right. And I think mentors do the same thing. They're exactly. kind of. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And I, going back to that thing that you said, uh, sometimes you need to just. Look to see, like he would say, sometimes you look to see who, who can you help, who can you, who can help you. So you look to your, to your friends. Would you say that sometimes people are surrounded by bad friends and that's the reason they put themselves in the dark mode or they go through these tough times? Something happens in their life because of those friends. Well, I don't want to say that they surround themselves with bad friends or they're looking for bad friends. Sometimes they're just ask, they're trying, they're, they're just looking for acceptance. Okay. Mm. Right? Okay? I just want to be accepted. Because maybe they don't feel like that at home. Right? There's things happening in the homestead. Nobody listens to them. This, this. And, hey, you know what? These people, they accept me. They listen to me for over how I am. But, again, are they looking at your best interests or is they're looking for their interests? Is it your interests or their interests that they're looking at? Does that make sense? Yeah. Wow. That's, that, and that's what I'm talking about. And so is it really that you have bad friends or is it the fact that you're, you're – or that, or you're just getting wrong direction. True. Right? I'm telling you to go to California. California is west, but I'm telling you to go east. <laughs> and then you're wondering why you're in New York. You got me, got me thinking about something that's like maybe you're hanging out with this group of friends and you kind of know deep down that it might be a bad influence on you. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are behavior, whatever you might be doing. Um, and But you feel comfortable around them, you know, even though deep down, you know, that you that I'm kind of talking personal experience. You might uh, you know you know deep down might be a bad influence, but you feel comfortable around them because you feel accepted. You exactly. Know, it's, it's like so maybe exactly. it's like being around real friends, quote unquote, or mentor. You might get, feel a little uncomfortable, but it's it's because you need that uncomfortableness to kind of 
be exposed to what you need to hear. You know, because if you hanging out, keep hanging out with those friends you feel accepted around, they might just stop. Yeah, like, like you said, like they're going to agree right. with everything. Okay, yeah. Okay, so exactly. So I mean, something like that, right? You know, you're just hanging out with these people because because you're regardless what you do or what you say, they're always like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's good. That's good. You know, they you just all kind of mesh together. But right. if you think about it, you're all meshing together because you're all in the same boat. You're all doing the same thing, <laughs> and you're all and, and you're all having the same probably same problems. You're just not telling mm. each other. <laughs> wow. That's right. Very, that's, I, I, that's extremely true, Jerry. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, and I see it. I see it with my old I, friends sometimes. I, I see it. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna it. be like, completely honest with you. Since I met this kid, and since I've I've been friends with any my, the group of friends that I'm friends with right now, I never been more motivated. I never been more hardworking. I never been. I like. I was never a morning person, and I mm-hmm. wake up a morning to the big to to be able to work on myself. I never been a reader. This guy inspired me to be a, uh, to read more, and I've never read as much as I'm reading right now. Every morning I get up, I read about thirty pages. He put me on a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yes, I love it. I cannot get enough of it. He put me on a book. Uh, I read uh, because I read a book. Read a book by myself called by uh, John Maxwell. Uh, Three things that successful people do. John mm-hmm. Maxwell fell in love with it. So. Yep. I, I see it happening with my own old, old friends that are stuck in the same group and doing the right. same thing and, and they're all facing the same problems and then, and I wish sometimes I could get, help them out. And then right. like, like, how are you doing with, with, with your people around you? Because you, you, you're doing a great job because you affect him and he affects me. And exactly. Then, and sometimes I want to be able to do that for my, for my own friends. Hey, open your eyes, see what's going on, but it gets hard. And then, yeah. and then, and then back to your question to see, how can you find mentors nowadays? Cause, Everybody's like you said, honestly, because the first thing it's easy thing, to like, get inspired, quote unquote, on social media. You know, it's easy to get inspired, but who's gonna like we said at the beginning? Who's that person? Exactly. Yeah. Who's gonna, exactly. You know. Well, and and I think kind of rolling back to what you were saying, and you know, you know, like you know, it's it's so easy to, I guess you were saying to, uh, what do you call it? Try to you know try to find a person or look for but th- is it the right person right true is it really the right person to help you to help you because a, a lot of times okay we think we have the right person right but is that the person is that person really the right person does the person know enough right to where i really want to get to I mean, sometimes, you know, we talk about, hey, I want to open up a business, and you're talking with your friends, friends, oh, yeah, you're right, you should do this, 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 and then you ask them, what kind of business do you own? And they're like, I've never owned a business. <laughs> but then you're listening to your friend. <laughs> right? Right. It's like taking, you know, you know stock, stock advice from someone who doesn't even trade stocks. doesn't even trade stocks, like, right? Well. You know, and, and a lot of times, you know, we are, we, a lot of times we, like we're saying, you know, we go to our friends, we talk to our friends and all this stuff, and we're doing things with our friends because, you know, we are who we are among the five, six friends that we surround ourselves around. You know, and, and our parents always t- tell you, especially in growing up, right? They they say, hey, you know, be careful who you hang out with because whoever you hang out with, you know, you're going to become like them. So if they start smoking, I know you're going to start smoking. I'm like, no, I'll never start smoking. But here's the thing. You may never start smoking, but you will try. True. And, you know, you say, oh, well, you know, because... Oh, because Joey was smoking and he offered it to me. You know, he made me smoke. No, he didn't make you smoke because he didn't stick that cigarette in your mouth and tell you to, to puff. Right. No, you picked up that cigarette, lit it yourself and put it in your mouth and started smoking it. Okay? And a lot of people are not willing to go ahead and take that responsibility for themselves for the things, the actions that they have made. It's easy to put the blame on somebody else and not put the blame on themselves. 100% fact is this. You have 100%, 100% control of your actions of what you do, what you say, 
and how you react. Hmm. But also 100% fact is you have zero control over other people's actions, what they say, how they act, and, you know, and what they do, right? That is so true. So but, Jerry, but you may want to, you think, you want to motivate them, you want to do this, you want to, no, it's not, here's the thing, you can always give them the tools, it's up to them to use the tool. Like, like a lot of people say, man, you are a, you're, I mean, you're, you're a great mentor. I said, no, I'm not. I said, you know who, I, I'm, I may be a great mentor, but it's only because I have great students. <laughs> right? Because they shape you to who you are today. That's right. And you go because, you know, you're, because the reflection of a mentor is the reflection of the student. Right? So I may be a good student for Joey, but I might not be a great student for you. You know, or, 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 or a mentor for you. Because let's say you just, ah, you know, it just doesn't, I, I don't, I can't jive with this guy. Hey, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's where you gotta find that right person. True. You know, because I'm not saying I'm perfect for everyone. But the thing is, is a lot of people say, well, I, I gotta mesh with the person. I said, it's not the person you gotta mesh with. Do you understand the message? Do you understand what's going on? Right. And, and, if, and if you could accept right. it. Right. It's the message. It's never the person. You know, people say, oh man, I feel great because that person, that person, that person, that person. Hold on a second. Is it the person or is it the message that you're listening to? Which one is it? Because regardless of, regardless who the person is that's talking, do you understand the message? Because the message is more important than the person. Mm. Right? Because the person will always be, go- the person will be gone, but the message will always be there. I see. So, Jerry, when you were maybe our age in our early 20s or out of high school. I'm still a 20. What are you talking about? Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. My bad. 27, right? That's right. No, 25, actually. 25. Okay. Okay. (laughs) My bad. My bad. (laughs) Uh, You said you didn't didn't go to college? I did not go to college. So, maybe when you you were a meaningized age in our our early 20s. And don't get me wrong. I'm not not saying don't. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. Yeah. No, we're not going to talk about that right now. But, uh, like, what is, like... What what got you to like? What are the steps you took when you were maybe our age? Things you did, if you can possibly remember. Risk, things, risk, okay. Risk, and I don't mean like, I don't mean, I don't mean risk like. I'm gonna go 100 miles per hour on the, on the road. I'm, I, 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 I can't even say that, but, <laughs> but, but I'm just I'm just saying like when I talk about risk, I'm I'm not talking about, like, like, like doing like bad thing. I'm I'm just yeah. I'm I'm talking about like. Where it's like, you know, if there's something you want to try it, right? Like, you know, I was, I was 16, 17 years old. Got, you know, I got my license. Okay. I'm, I'm a junior in high school, right? What is that? Yeah. Junior in high school. Okay. And now I, I can go around. I could do play. I could do things, go places. And I was looking for, you know, problems. What are the problems that are out there? Right. Because if you can figure out the problem, then you can create the solution. There's like marketing class 101 that right. I took. Right. For any problem, there's always a solution. And sometimes, you know, I mean, it's just like, look at problems with problems with sticky notes, right? The problems when the first sticky note came out was, okay, well, they're, they're square, they're small, they're only one color. Now what do they do? They take the sticky note and they change it to what? Different colors, different shapes, mm-hmm. Right. They right, just have lines on Right, them. exactly. Lines, no lines. I mean, they did all these changes, right? Not that there was really a problem, but they figured, but to certain people, it was a problem. Oh man, I can't, I can't, I can write on this, but I can't write on it in a straight line. So it's better if there were lines on here or better this, or I don't need this big of a one. I have to cut it. So maybe if there were small, oh, now we got small ones. Oh, now we got, you know, I mean, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
it's the same thing. So I looked for what what are the problems out there when I was when I was in high school. Well, what one of the problems was oh. People wanted something to do on the weekend. Nobody knew where to go, what to do. So what did I do? I started creating my own. I created my own production. It was called Party Jam Productions. Party Jam Productions. Party Jam Productions. Yeah, so it's Party got Jam a sound to it, Jerry. Right. And so I started my home production. It was called Party Jam Productions. And so I started hosting uh, dance parties, Battle of the DJs, Battle of the Dancers. I mean, you name it. And I was hosting it every every first, uh, pretty much once a month. I had. I you had weren't even event. twenty yet. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. so not at you, all. So you went into music as well. I was a, I was a break dancer. What? Wait, you were a break dancer? I, I don't yes, even know. But I, I became a promoter and I started promoting these events and I'd have people showing up. I mean, I was, you know, here, here's a great, it was, it would have been great if I had a mentor then, right? Because, you know, you make this, you make all this kind of money. You think, oh man, I make all this money, kind of money. And well, what should I do? What should, oh man, I, what should I do? And so what do you do? You know, back then it was, you know, just like even sometimes now, you know, people are big in the, you know, high, you know, putting nice high end stereo systems in a car and all this stuff. So what I do, I, you know, I spent thousands of dollars on a stereo system, didn't even increase the value of my car, get rid of my car and the car's still only worth what, right? But my stereo system's worth more than my car. Wow. Yeah. Right? You know, was you being it, it, it sounded, it sounded loud. It, it, it sounded great and it thumped real loud. You can hear me down the block, but right. the only thing is it didn't mean a thing. Didn't mean a thing. Right? Wow. But you, but can you imagine if I had the mentor and showed me how to, really take that money and do yes, something else different with it, right? With and I tell people, if I would have had a mentor back then, I'd be worth at least minimum, 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 $40 million today. Minimum. Damn. So mentor yeah. is a big thing. Get, get a mentor. That's why I keep on saying get a mentor. Wow. And I, I, and why, I agree and, with you. And make sure if I, I know really who, do. Who, why is that, why would you want that guy's, that, that male, female, whatever, as your mentor? And, and the thing is, and a mentor, like I said, you know, it, it's one thing you said, a mentor or, or an idol, right? right. Two different things, right? You know, you know, uh, and it's it, that mentor should be something that you can, someone you can sit down with and recalibrate when you're fa- when you're falling when you when when you are falling out of alignment, right? Helps bring you back onto alignment. Okay, that's True. what that mentor should be for. True, and that's happened. I've like I remember if, at least a few times where I've called you like I got talked to you about this, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you helped me kind of like just like after like each time. Got off the phone, I felt like much more clarity. Like I just needed to talk to someone else about it. And yeah. Jerry's, you know, I mean, the, probably you know, one of the best people for that. You know, well, I mean, so. literally, it's you know, you have your parents to do that, but sometimes you know, if you don't have a good, comfortable relationship with your parents, right, or your parents don't have or don't have that same vision that you have, it's kind of hard for them to also understand it, right. And so that's why I said, you know, you got to find that person, you know, I'm not saying that you, and, and, and don't turn around and start blaming me. Oh man, why don't you have this? Or why don't you have that? I mean, granted, you know, I told you, my parents were very average, right? And that wasn't a bad thing, but I wanted more. And then I, it was my responsibility. If I want more, go look for it. But you have a lot of people that'll blame and say, oh, you know, it's my parents fault that I'm not, I'm here where I'm at, or I don't have this, or I don't have that. No, it's not. It's not your parents' fault. It's your fault. It's your fault, yeah. They're not stopping you. You're just using them as an excuse. It's your responsibility. That's kind of one of like the things, like a overarching brand goal for Collected is like, like self, like empowering people. It's exactly. like I don't want to just want to be a rainbows and unicorns like positivity brand. It's like what good is that? I want to like how can we like this? And this blog is part of that, or this podcast is part of that. 
blog's a part of that. Bringing you on here, sharing your messages, it's like show people that it's it is your actions, your thoughts, what yeah. you say that ultimately result in your life. Right. It, tomorrow, next week. Exactly. Right. Hey, thank you for listening to Collected Conversations. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. As a gift from the Collected team, please use code Conversations uh, at checkout on CollectedCommunity.com for 20% off your entire order. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the episode. Jerry, when you mention about something about mentor, like, what, what, what would you say to someone? Like, you know how people say, how some people say failure is the best mentor? Sometimes when you fail. Failure is the best teacher. That's best the teacher. Quote. Teacher. Like, sometimes I believe, like, the reason the person I am, I am here, I am today, is because of the hardship that I've gone through, the, the, the person I am today. Like, if I know what I knew back then, well, how do you say that? If I, if I knew what I knew back then, I'd be, I'd be worth so much more now because of all that knowledge that I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. But, but the thing is, okay, so, and, 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 you know, how you were just even saying, you know, oh, you know, your, 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 you know, your knowledge is through, is through failure, right? You were just saying something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But here's what you gotta, you gotta realize. Is, how do you, how do you define failure? That's a good question. What is, what is failure to you? And how do you really define failure? Do you define failure <clears throat> because you tried something and it didn't work? Or do you find failure as something that you were offered and you just chose not to do it at all? Which one is failure? True. Okay? Because I look at failure as it's an opportunity given your way, but you just turn your back and don't even do nothing. That's failure. Failure Quitting. to even try. Yeah. Right? But failure, is, to me, is not trying something and it doesn't work. If you try something and it doesn't work, what did you learn? What did you learn then from it? Okay. So and why it didn't work? So, so when... So is exactly. So you're either going to win or you're going to learn, right? If it works out, you won. And if it didn't work out, what did you learn from it? Because when you learn from it, okay, that learning aspect of what you learn, you carry that over and over and over again. It's another tool that you learn that you're able to put in your life toolbox, right? And I talk about toolboxes, right, in, in, in my classes. You know, why do I talk? And a lot of people, well, what do you mean about toolboxes? So we have different types of pool, toolboxes. Like you you got a carpenter, has a toolbox of what? You know, saws, screwdrivers, hammers, chisels, all that stuff, right? Yeah. You're, you know, and you you got a painter, has a toolbox of what? Paint brushes, brushes and yeah. tape and all that, you know, right? Okay. As well as a plumber. Plumber has their own toolbox. Electrician has his own toolbox oh, for yeah. electrician. But here's, that's for your certain skills, right? Even a doctor. What's it one of the doctors? You know, stethoscope, right? It, mm-hmm. You know, things like that, right? So, but what is another toolbox that we have we have a toolbox of life life lessons that we've carried and learned throughout our years so you're saying they're not failures that's how you should no. look at it we should look at that those are life toolboxes what what there's another thing i can put in my life toolbox that i can pull it out later on that these are these are things that i've learned in growing up that now i turn around and i can i can utilize this for your own benefits exactly oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Maybe for you, but maybe even for others. Right, because right, sometimes, right. a lot of times, it's because now you're able to then help guide and direct people because you lived it. You went through it, right? True. Look at, I already told you, you know, I mean, I had a very average growing life. I didn't go, I, I didn't go to, I, I, went, I graduated high school, right? But in graduating high school, here's what I didn't tell you, okay? You know, here we are, we're talking on this podcast, but, you know, 
when I went into my senior year, I had to gr- I I had to take public speaking. Well, I failed public speaking, <laughs> and that was my first semester. And then I found out that if I didn't pass it, I wasn't graduating. So I had my second semester to re-enroll and take it all over again. Now, so what happens? I pass, and I'm not going to say it was a C. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. But here I am. I'm talking with you on the, on this podcast, and I'm not a public speaker. Okay. Nor did I pass public speaking. You overcame your fear. Exactly. But here, but here, here's here's the other thing you got to realize. You know, from that, okay, I was, you know, my parent, my parents that, you know, my dad who adopted me, and you know, and my mom who tried to bring life in here. You know, they also went through a divorce during that time, which was very rough for me. Yeah. So I went through that whole process of that that whole divorce and every everything inside there. But in, even in, in through that whole divorce inside there, I then, you know, left here because I started getting connected even with, you know, hanging out with gangs and stuff like that, right? To where they said, you know, maybe you need to leave here. And I said, okay, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. And I, I went to go live with my uh, biological father, the father who actually left. Didn't really know anything about him. Well, within a few, within within about a month, month and a half, whatever it may be, you know, we just really didn't see eye to eye because he didn't know me, I didn't know him and just wasn't good. How old were you at the moment? I just turned 21. Oh, wow. So, I, okay. Okay. And next thing you know, I was living in my car, homeless. Because he said, can't be living here anymore. You got your stereo system though, right? Well, it was a different car now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, and so, and I did. I mean, I packed myself, left, left his house, and this was in, in California, Northern California, and I didn't, I, what do you call it? Um, I didn't call my parents here and say, hey, you know what, I'm living homeless, I got nowhere to stay, this, this, that. I didn't. Because the last thing I wanted to hear from my parents, just like any other kid, would be, oh my God, you didn't go to college, you know, you barely passed high school, and now you got thrown out of your, your dad's house, what the heck's going on with you? Hmm. Right? I didn't want to hear that. Yeah. Right? That's just out of negativity. That's like, you, like well, your bag. That's, like that's, that's what's going in through yeah. your head, right? Like the bag that's, that's, your, more. That's, that's more garbage I'm throwing in my yeah. in my hefty garbage bag than that's I'm pulling around and carrying around with me. And that's what I'm talking about. There was a lot of things, a lot of negativity. Because, uh, Grant, I mean, I had friends that were already telling me, hey, if you don't go to college, you're not going to be anywhere in life. You're not going to be successful. You're not going to be this. I wonder what those friends are doing now. You know, you're doing all the, we don't even want to go there. <laughs> we don't even want to go there. But but you, you you get what I'm saying. And so then you know, I went through that. I met my first I met my first wife in California. Okay, um, got married very young, very early. Had two you know beautiful older daughters with well, how you know, did, with her. Sorry, and, and how I, did you go from like you did you were living you were living in your car for how long? And then did you? Well, I, I met her also during the process. Okay, during that whole I process. See, I see. Okay, because her, because you know. Um, at the time, her her mother and my father were, well, her mother and my father were business partners. Uh, the mother okay. was in the Philippines, and my dad was in San Francisco. Okay. And that's kind of how we ended up meeting each other. And gotcha. she was the only person I knew there. And you were homeless in San Francisco, or well, it wasn't San Francisco. It was actually called Daly City. Okay, okay, which that's is a, a little bit because that's the expensive part. I mean, can you imagine? Oh, don't get, yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. So I mean, I was you know, I mean, I I lived in my car. I lived off. I I would. You know, I had a hatchback, so it was okay. But then, you know, I, I would park on Highway 1 in Pacifica, okay? And the fishermen would knock on my back window to make sure I was alive the next morning. Wow. Okay? I'd take a, I'd take a shower over, you know, get free memberships at the gym and take showers over there. Wow. That's the good you know? news. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, but here's the thing. And, and at that time, you know, there was a lot of things happening there. Like I said, I met my, my, my first wife over there and... You know, Grant, maybe it was too early for me to, you know, but I mean, things happen, right? I think I, I, my whole thing was, hey, you know what, I'm, you know, you know, 
I better I better get married soon or else I might not meet it. You know, I mean, that's that all that stuff right. was running in my head. And you know, hey, it is what it is. I mean, and then I ended up within within six years we were both separated. Within ten years we were divorced. So I went through a four year battle divorce battle. Wow. From okay. twenty something to thirty. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Until I was like thirty. You know, then I met my second wife, which, I mean, you know, of course, they never tell, you know, I mean, they always tell, you know, you know, they always tell you, you know, hey, you know, the grass isn't, you know, the grass is not greener on the other side. Well, the, and it's true. The grass is never always, always greener on the other side, but the grass is always going to be green where you water it. <laughs> right? And the thing is, I wasn't watering the grass on the side that I was on because I wasn't happy either. Because I was also looked and frowned upon because I was uneducated by her family. Because her brother, who was only a few years older than me, was a doctor. Huh. She was educated. Her sister was educated, and I was an uneducated individual, and I was young. So would you? So would you say? So that, I, I mean, I know I'm kind of like off, yeah. but but, no, you, know, but, but good. you know what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm just being honest with you, kind yeah. of where kind of how my background is, because of the fact that you know, and then I, you know, I meet my my second wife. You know, she's a nurse. You know, she didn't look at you know, like. Like anything, you know, because I mean, you know, when she met me, it was because I was in, I was in the mortgage industry, and I was also, I, you know, at the time, you know, um, my ex-wife and I at the time we owned our own, uh, we owned a cargo business exporting personal goods from here overseas to the Philippines, and that's how I met my second wife. So your second wife, would you say that was like a huge transition from going in you not being happy? Like, have, would you say having a life partner affects the way you sometimes you see life? Because my dad had the same, I'm going to be honest with you, my dad had the same exact conversation with me, like, last night. Literally last night, he said that, hey, you're 24, never forced marriage, never look, try to look for anyone, but wants to find the right person that, yeah, that you think you believe is the one. Growing with that person into your success is going to affect you to, to the point that you won't even realize. Yes. So, I believe when you're not looking, you will find the right person. It's always when you don't look, you'll find the right person. And to be honest with you, like, you know, it was when I met my second wife, right? And, and this, this is when you were 30s. Right. And at the beginning well, of the podcast. Po- actually, just before I was 30. Okay. And at the beginning of the po- podcast, you mentioned that you be- after 30s, you became the man that you wanted to be, which is you meant to know. I think it was right. before we were recording. But uh, Was that really before? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. You guys missed but, out. <laughs> yeah. But but you but you know what I'm saying. So so literally, the, I mean, the big thing was the fact that you know she, um, you know, I had met I had met her, and I already had it in my head. Man, I mean, whoever had met this, whoever's dating this person or married this person is one lucky guy. And who would have thought two years later that was it going to be me? Wow. Wow. Because that time when I met her, because because I was picking up some boxes, some personal belongings of hers to ship overseas to her family to the Philippines, and who would have thought when I made that comment then that I released it out there that two years later that person was going to be me? Wow! Put it out there in the universe. There you go. <laughs> okay, you're trying to get it. It's a pretty. It, I mean, I mean, if you if you hear the whole story, I mean, I, I'm not going to lengthen the our whole yeah. thing, but I'm, but I'm just telling you, like you know, there's a lot of things that have gone in my life to where. Like I said, would I change a lot of it? No. I mean, yeah, I, I went through those. I, I, I know how it feels to go through a battle of divorce, right? Uh, bad relationship, you know, feeling unhappy, feeling fe- feeling belittled, you know, from from you know uh, your um, you know from your spouse's family or whatever, whatnot, 
right? To where even even being, um, what do you call it? Um, what's 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 the word? Um, I'm trying to find the right word, but but even even the fact of like having your own friends that you think that your friends against you because even through my whole divorce that mm-hmm. I was going through, right, with my first wife, they were even helping hide my daughters from me. When you think that you're they're your friends and even your own family yeah. and doing that? Shit. Wow. Okay? So yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Like I've been through a lot. A lot of things that most people like you wouldn't know or you wouldn't think and you see how I am now but you don't know what I had I've gone through, right? I don't know, man, I want to be successful. I want to be this, I want to be that, but have you would you walk through all the same things I've had to walk through? Right? And and so, you know, and you know, like saying, you know, they say, you know, the grass is never greener uh, you know, grass is never greener on the other side. Well, you're right. The grass is never greener on the other side. The grass is only green where you're watering it, but where are you willing to water your grass? True. Right? Very and true. I was willing to water my grass more on the, on, on the other side. Why? Because I felt the support. I felt, I felt the more acceptance. Right? I felt more belonging. You know? And that's why, you know, when, when you have all that, it makes life so much easier. It doesn't feel like you're fighting a battle at home as well as fighting the battle out in the world, right? You're fighting two battles. Oh, man, I just finished out here in the world, and i got to go home and fight a second battle. Hmm. Right? Wow. Yeah. So I think that, it's like, so watering, the grass is always greener where you water it. It's like a metaphor for, like, okay, this is, these are the relationships I think are good for me. I'm going to start investing more time and energy into these relationships. I really care about collected. I'm going to keep watering it every day. This idea... I like it, but it's not so great. I might not, I might not water right. it so much. It's, it, it goes for like everything, like relationships, business. Exactly, right? exactly, exactly. There's yeah. no, no doubt about it. I mean, don't me wrong, I mean, I do a lot. I do a lot. You know, people think I do a lot. Sometimes I don't think I do enough. <laughs> okay, and why do I think? Because I feel like it, because there's a lot more I want to still do, right? You know, my whole thing is living every day at its fullest, so I can turn around and die empty. Okay. That's I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. That's my biggest goal in life. What's that? That's my one. That's my biggest goal in life. Yeah. To live life to the fullest. To never. To never like, die empty. To, to yeah. never. Because one of my favorite quotes. Yeah. Do, you, you, do you know Joe Rogan? I know Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan. That one of his one of the quotes that he mentioned is that eighty five percent of the men die on this planet with the lead fire in them. Right. Mm-hmm. And that right. that quote affected me more than anything in life. Like just thinking about it, it, it makes me. I want to say one of my biggest fear, but it's like that knowing that. I, there's something I wanted to do and I never got to do it. Right. And it, it, that, that, that drives my motivation. Something That's something that gets me out of the bed. Right. But the thing is, is, you know, it's finding that motivation that gets you out of bed. Okay. And is it the true motivation that is really getting you out of bed? And is there, you know, and it's one thing to have that goal, but, you know, to get you out of bed. But the question is, what is, what is the timeline of that goal? Right, you can have that goal, but that goal doesn't have a timeline. When you want to hit it, then are you really hitting your goal? Right, because like I teach in class about having goals. Right, it's one thing to have a goal, but do you have a strategy and a plan in place to get to that goal? Right, if your plan is to go to California, well, what is your strategy and plan and how you're getting there, and what you're going to do, and where you're going to stay, and how you're going to, you know, all that stuff, right? Right. True. And what is the time frame to be there? Right. If you just say I'm going to California, well, when before you die. Or what? How, I mean, how, what is it? What? What is too broad, right? Narrow it down. Bring it even closer. It's just like when you buy a car. You don't just say, I'm going to buy a car. 
No, you turn around and say, well, I'm going to buy this kind of car and this, I want this color and I want to have this trim inside of here and I want, and I want, you know, I, I don't want powered windows and I don't want powered, I don't want powered brakes. No, I yeah. don't. <laughs> but you, you get yeah. You're yeah. specific, right? But why wouldn't you be, if you're specific with the cars that you want, why are you not specific with the life that you want or the goals that you want to achieve? Or with collecting. Right, like we got to be specific of what you right. what we going right. to head direction to, right. and which exactly. we always talk about, Jerry. Like yesterday, him and I had a great brain brain session storm. We met around like we had a great workout in the morning, mm-hmm. and he went to take a shower. Okay, we meet at my house at twelve. We, from from twelve to six p.m., we literally brainstorm, came up with ideas, a lot of good, lot of good product ideas, yeah, product, product ideas. ideas. And then uh, we always ask ourselves, what's the direction that we're heading? What is it that we really want from this uh, uh, from this brand? What, what what's the theme? Right. right. So it's just that that, exactly. that, that may totally makes sense. Going back to uh, motivation, sure. uh, it's like uh-huh. you, you, you're one person, but like I, um, like I have like a bunch of role, I have a bunch of role models. Like the fact that you, you said you, you asked, do you mind me asking how old how old you are? Do I mind? Twenty seven. Anyway, you're you're, you're much older. So, so, yeah, no, I'll be honest with you because I'm not afraid to tell you about my age. Nor you know, I mean, here's the thing: I'm not even afraid to tell anybody about anything about me, good or bad, because you know what? I have nothing to hide. So, you know, honestly, I mean, I'm 50. I turned 50 in December. You look good. You just turned 50? I just turned 50 I didn't know it was your big 5-0. Yeah. You look phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, you look good. Oh, well, thanks. I yeah. truly thought you were, like, in your uh, probably late 30s. Oh, well, I truly, appreciate I, that. I thought you were going visit me anytime now. <laughs> no, I'm but, but here's the thing, okay? Yes, I'm 50 years old, and I just turned that in, in December. But I'll be honest. I don't feel like I'm 50. Every day, I feel like I'm 25. Dude. Why? Because of the fact that, you know what? I, I don't look at my age. My age is a number. It's not a feeling. Okay, and that's the honest truth. I don't feel my age, right? I feel the age that I am younger. Okay, and you know, a lot of people, a lot of people look at their age and they make their age become their feeling, huh. right? Oh, I'm fifty. Oh man, I'm old. No, I'm okay. Okay, I just turned fifty. Great. So what am I still gonna do? I'm twenty five now. <laughs> you know, I feel young. That is so true, man. Because uh, Jerry, I wake up sometimes in the morning. I'm like, man, I'm twenty four. And I asked a bunch of questions. Okay, what, why am I in life? I was start questioning everything about myself. Question about where I'm staying at. Oh my God, what's coming next? I, I got, I got to do something. I'm about to do 25, and all this stress adds up to me. But I, I try, literally try my best to, like how you said it, to just think, think that you're still young, that you, that you still have that young mentality. Right. Like our good friend Sajid, youthful habits. Mm-hmm. He mentions it all the time. Having mm-hmm. a youthful habits, having a youthful brain to train your brain to be like yeah. young all. To, Keep that young mentality. He's gonna right. to yeah. finish my point. Like the fact that you still have that fire lit inside of you. Like you said, you wake up every morning because you still want to do so much. And yeah. there's other people I look up to who are in their thirties, forties, and like they still waking up and going. It's like okay, I'm 22. It's like I should be like even more motivated. I think like that's exactly the fact. Yeah, I'm just saying that the fact that well, look at I go to sleep yeah. at like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Okay, <laughs> and I'm up at between like five. Let's say between five thirty and six thirty every morning. Is that that's your schedule? Seven days a week. So, wow. So you only get what? Five, Too much hours? sleep. Six hours of sleep? Five hours, five hours five, sleep? Five, between five and six. Can I ask how you do that? Easy. I just wake up, open up my eyes. I don't have an alarm clock. You don't have an alarm? You know, I don't have an alarm clock. <laughs> I just go do it. And sometimes I have to watch something on TV just to slow me down, just to kind of bring me down. You know, I spend a, you know, my my wife and I will will watch something like an, a, a Hallmark show or something like that. Just to kind of, just it's kind of our thing to kind of wind yeah, yeah, down yeah. the night and stuff like that. She'll fall asleep before I will, you know, which is fine. I'm okay yeah. with it. You know, she needs she feels she needs more, but me, I'm like, 
know, I could sleep five, five and a half, you know, six hours, whatever, and I'm ready to go. Like, let's do it. Wow. Shit. And you, you, you remind me of yeah, my father. I don't, I don't well. have an alarm clock, you know. Yeah, I got five yeah, dogs, yeah. but I don't have an alarm clock. My five <laughs> dogs, sometimes I'm up before my five dogs are up. They're looking at me like, we're getting up. This man. <laughs> <laughs> but then wow. there's times that my dogs will wake me up at two. I just fell asleep and it's like, you know, one or one thirty, so, two o'clock yeah. in the morning is like, let's go out. It's like, why didn't you go out early when I was still awake, right? You know, yeah, but, sure. you know, hey, it is, you know. They're, was waking up that early a, a purposeful habit or just something that's kind of just come about? Well, here's the thing. You know, I look at it this way. You want to be successful, don't waste your day. <laughs> I love right? it. Sim- simply put. I mean, it, it's the truth, right? It, you know, you know, people talk about, you know, time is worth more than money. And it's honest truth. Time is worth more than money. Okay, because of the fact that, you know, you can never make up the time, but you could always make up the money you lose, right? Yeah. You can always just work and yeah. make extra money, but you can't make up, like today, I'm I'm here sitting down with you guys, you know, from, what, 5, 5.15 today, right, on, what's this, May 21st, right? Friday. And what time What time I go, I turn around and I spend inside here, I will not, if we spend an hour and a half, two hours, whatever, in here, having this conversation with you, I can never make this up again. It's gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. So my most important thing is whatever I'm going to put in this time with you guys, that it needs to be not just as valuable for me, but valuable for you. Because I'm not just I'm not just utilizing my time, but I'm also borrowing into your time. Mm-hmm. And if I'm borrowing into your time, especially myself and how I feel towards borrowing other people's times, am I taking your time for granted or am I using your time wisely? Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Because the thing is, one thing I never want to do is take somebody else's time away from them for granted and abuse it. Hmm. Because if I take your time for granted and abuse it for my benefit and not for your benefit, I've wasted the time that you could have been doing something else or that you could have done something to to better yourself. Right. right? But let me tell you something, Jay. You're not, you're not abusing none of that time. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, and that's, yeah. that's where the whole thing with... With time, and I don't think sometimes some people don't realize that, especially when you look at you know time flies, right? I mean, if you if you think about it, you know, regardless of what your age is currently right now, if you look backwards at all, okay, and I'm not saying look backwards to go ahead and 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 look at it to where you know you you think of it as a negative, but look look back to where okay, how far I've gone, but then how far I've gone with did have I done enough or have I not done enough, and now. When should I start? And the thing is, when should you start? It should have been yesterday, not today. Right. Right? Because every time you keep on saying, well, tomorrow, 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 well, what happened to today or yesterday? I think there's also like yeah. a, a stigma around like this kind of like the topic that we're on now of time, of like living with urgency, right, and productivity. It's like for me, it's like it's also been a thing about balance. I can't just... Yeah, he's like I said, don't waste your day. I can't work twenty four hours straight. Like, is oh, that- you can't. You still got to rest. Yeah, exactly. Like- but but also you got to still enjoy life. Yeah. And you also still want to have family time, right? Like, look at I got I have kids. Like, you know, I, I there's I put time aside to also spend time with my kids, time aside to spend with my wife, with my dogs, with you know like that, as well as I have to put time aside for what you know my goals that I want to achieve, right? It, it's it's having creating your own system and being good with time management. I mean, that's one of the things that we also work in class is time management. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, man, I don't get it. How can you, it's, it's time management. It's prioritizing things. 
sometimes people's prioritize, pri- prioritization is 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 not that good because they can't juggle two things or they can't figure out which one should I do first or which one should I do second, right? So do I put yeah. the, the carriage in front of the horse or the horse in front of the carriage? Which one goes first? Oh, so you want the horse to push the carriage, not pull the carriage? True. So time management. So <laughs> yeah. it's pretty much time, time, time management. You have to you have to understand how to manage your time because exactly. And yeah. if you're not sure, then that's where you also got to ask. Yeah. Right. These are things you learn. Like like you just said, you just started reading Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. Rich Dad Poor Dad was shared to me when I was like 13, 14 years old. Really? Damn, I wow. wish. Yeah. Yeah. And it was from my, it was my mom's friend. Uh, his name was Ray Pasquale. I remember him because he signed. He wrote inside the book. He gave it to me. and He taught at a all girls private school in Evanston. Evanston, wow! And he shared. He goes, "There's one book I'd like to share with you," and he shared it with me. Now, granted, I was like, "Well, what's this book?" You know, and and then I finally started. You know, it wasn't until later on. I I mean, I re- like I kind of skimmed through it because I'm not a big reader. I'm more like an audio. But then later on, I kind of started like skimming and reading through it, and I started realizing like, oh. <laughs> and then it opened up my eyes and so you know and I'll be honest one of the biggest whenever, whenever anybody asks me what is one book that you would highly recommend that is always the first book I recommend really? and the reason why I always recommend that as the one very first book is to is to see if, if you really read it how much did it really open your mind I'm going to be honest with you Jerry uh, I've never stopped saving as much as I've started saving since I've read that book to be honest with you, yeah, I read yeah. it about a year ago, and like I, like I, like money, like saved, invested, and in growing. Like, I'm not saying that's the reason. Like, that I would have those things. There's many reasons, oh. but like that book, it gave me right. that mindset of like, okay, you could definitely give me right. a huge, totally different uh, mindset perspective on money. Right. You know, paying paying yourself first. One of the first lessons. You know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Can think, I? Well, think think about this. Okay, just a little bit touching on the money. Okay, so think, your family. Okay, and this goes back again with knowledge. Right. Your Family, one of the biggest things that your parents always tell you is save money, right? Right. But do they show you how? <laughs> Very good question. Do they show you now? No. Yeah. Because the thing is they can't show you how because they also weren't taught yet either. They just tell you save money because they know it's important to save money. But they never really showed you how. It's almost like if you went to school and they told you one plus one is two, but they never showed you how one plus one equals two. They, you just have to believe one plus one is two. Right? Yep. One plus one is always two. And you're like, hey, one plus one is two. Well, why? Well, I don't know because that's what I was told. One plus one is two, but never that showed you. Sure so you your parents tell you, well, save money. Well, why? Because it's just good. Okay. Well, why do you save money? Because it's good. But are you doing it the right way? True. Well, right. And that's my thing. I don't just tell you. I show you. You show the show the way, and just How? like the book shows you as well. Exactly. Here is a formula. Okay. And especially when I start working with, it, especially even individuals as young as sixteen years old. They're, they still live at, at their parents' house. They might not be working full-time or working part-time. But then you get ones that are like 18, 19 years old. They're working full-time over the summer or, or more part-time than the ones that are even younger, right? But they're still living at home. Like, what are, you, what are you spending on? What do you really need to spend on and why? Are you are you spending to be in debt or are you spending so you can get ahead? Which one are you doing, right? Right. So, and, and that's that's the thing. A lot of don't they don't get it, right? They think they have to have the... The newest and brightest, but then the newest and brightest, and they're always, man, I wish I had more. I wish I had more. Oh, if I won the lottery, I'd be even better off. I said, no, no, you wouldn't. You'd be even worse off. Why? Why would you say that? I said because you're not educated on money. You know, you, yeah. you just know. You, you know what you're educated on? on on how to spend more and be more in debt. <laughs> so the more money you make, the more you're gonna more bigger mistakes you'll make. This is one of the, just like the 
in my short experience, is the biggest, like, right. to be successful is time management and money management. Like, right. management of those two things, if you can manage those things well, you're right. going to be pretty damn well off. Right. You know? Well, I mean, think about it. How, how many, how many, I mean, if you think about where, what do most people complain the most about? Oh, I wish I had more money. Yeah, always. Honestly, that, or that, wish that, I had more time. Going back to, Both going back to the, the, like, I was telling you, like, sometimes I look back to the old friends that I had. I see them nowadays, oh, man, I wish I had this. Oh my God! I wish I had a better, better car. Oh, I wish I wish I had a. If I had this for, or if I had this house, I would have been living happy. But like, why? Why can't you just find happiness at the present moment, at the, whatever you have right right now? Well, the question is: Are you really? Do you really? Are. What defines your happiness? True. Because when they get that thing, they're right. gonna be like, is, is your the next of, thing, you is know? your definition of happiness on materialistic things, or is your definition of happiness? On the blessings that you've been blessed with. Bro. Okay. And when I say the blessings of the things that you've been blessed with, well, you're not sick. You're healthy. Your parents are both still here. Right? You can get from A to B. Are you starving? Do you have a roof over your head? You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I, so, that's, I tell them so that. I literally tell them. Right. And it sounds like it's the most simplest things, but sometimes, you know what? You don't look at the simplest things. You want the complicated things. Oh, man, the only, you know, what makes me, what'll make me happy is if I had all of this. Well, what? Stuff? Stuff? You measure your happiness off of materialistic things? Very and true, if, man. And, and if that's what it is, then you literally have your pillars of success out of order. Like a lot of people that are out there. Okay. uh, people's pillars of success is based on, you know, their number one pillar for success, what do you think it is? Money. Exactly. It's money. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't count. You were in his class. (laughs) Jerry, Jerry, so what's... (laughs) Money. What's your... your, I mean, if you think about it, okay, so all these people, you know, money is where people, right? They think what? Pillars of success start with what? Four pillars. Money. What's after... what do you think is after money that that they look at that's most important? You, you know, know, social acceptance and stuff. And, you know. so, uh, social social media acceptance, I would say. Like, trying to make sure you're always... Looking cool. Being fat. Health. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it should be health. I mean. Well, yeah, but, I mean, it's <laughs> you. You know, you're... It, it's, it's more... It's more like... I mean, think about it. It's more me- mentally, right? Okay. Your, your mental okay, attitude. Yeah. Right? Okay. You know? You know, I I'm smarter than you, or I'm the, you know what I'm saying? It's that the knowledge, ego, right? the ego, the ego, the knowledge, okay. right? Yeah, okay, okay, ego. and then and then after that is is what? Because because with money you're thinking, okay, well then I gotta be smart, right? Yeah, because with smart you're, you think you, you know, know, you think you know, think you know, right? Okay, and then what's after that? Then pride. No, then it's your exterior is your your outer core, right? Your right. body, physical. Your this physical, right? That's that's the next one, right? True. Okay, what do you think the last one is? Number four. I know the answer, but I mean, I mean, you can get it. You know what the fourth one is? I, I'm, I can't, I can't answer that. So, so before we even go, because nobody ever touches on the fourth, right? Because the first thing that everyone looks at is money, right? Mental and then physical, right? True. Your mental well-being, right? Mental knowledge, all that stuff. Physical, physical well-being, you know, physical appearance, all that stuff, yeah. right? Okay. Then, the last one is... What nobody ever hits. And that's your faith. Your faith. You know when they go dig to faith? 
Man. On their last breath. Wow. Like that's again, honestly, because honestly, yeah, like you just you just mentioned two minutes, two minutes ago, being grateful of small things. But like, like, and don't get me wrong, I was, I that's how I was. I used to be like this. I, I, I didn't care. I mean, you I used to have your pillars I, out of. Yeah, my, out my of pillars whack. were out of order. I mean, I'd be like, you know, oh, it's all about making money, making money, more money, make more control, more this, more this, more that. I mean, it was you were always fighting for that, right? To be better, to be better, be better. You're always competing against someone, but your competition should never be against somebody. Your competition should always be about you. Right. Yeah. So now you're you're you're. I was always fighting, and it didn't matter if it was good or bad, right or wrong, as long as I made it. Right. Mm. It didn't matter what I did and who I had to step on, as long as I got it. Right. That used to be me. Okay, and then it changed, because I I also realized I was still not happy. So and and I tell people and people say, well, how can you not be happy if you have all that money? Well, think about this. You know, and I share, I share this with an individual like Michael Jackson, right? So Michael Jackson had, I mean, as we know, I mean, he was a king of pop, right? Yep. Made a lot of money, had a lot of money. A lot of money. Okay. But when he had passed away, they had made a comment. They said one of the biggest things that Michael wished for the most. And what do you think that was? Fame? Nope. He had fame. What do you think it was? Be happy. That's one. But, I mean, that's part of it. Have a, uh, did, he, did he have a family? I don't know if he had a family. Uh, I mean, he, he he was at one time kind of married yeah. to Priscilla Presley, you know, <laughs> Elvis Presley's daughter. Oh, my God. But uh, one of the biggest things that he had always wished for is that he was loved. Wow. So he didn't feel That's like he was big. loved. Wow. Think about that. For a person to have that much money. How much fame. Have anything and go anywhere he wanted to go. The one biggest thing is that he wished he was loved. That makes you think, man. It's like I mean, because he reached the highs of the highs, and he's seen of many places. He's gone through a lot of things, that, life experiences that made him to the person, like you said, a king of pop. Right, but he, he still felt like he wasn't loved. It's, it's like loved that question: of What is success? Right, because who did? Because what? What did he feel that everyone liked him only for? For what he music, had. right? Talent. What he had, who he was, where he was. It's not who he is. Those external things we were talking about earlier. Exactly. Right. So then, going back to the other things. Right, so let's so, make, so let's make sure. so let's flip this whole thing around. Yeah, so then all of a sudden things change, and you realize that the real direction of the four pillars of success was out, has been looked at in the wrong direction. So in reality, it should be your faith first, right? And from your faith, how do people look at you from the inside in or outside out? Inside out, outside, inside. right? Yeah. So they look from the outside, right? Outside. From the outside, okay. right? First, so it's how you look on the outside. Okay, true. So, making yourself look good, feel good, all that stuff, right? You know, and creating a good image for yourself, especially, right? When you look at yourself in the mirror. You want to look good, right? But then, what's the next one? Then it's mentally, right? Okay, and why mentally? Because whether you're succeeding or you're failing, you're always going to have haters. <laughs> always, and you got to be strong here. Even to be able to, how, to be able how to handle that, to be exactly strong be in your brain, ladies and gentlemen. He pointed to his head, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, video but, going. But, but you understand one thing: strong enough to be able to overcome the negativity that gets thrown at you because of the jealousy that people have. Okay, and then fourth, not least, is your finance. But I'm going to tell you: if you have those three in order in the right direction, you don't have to look at money. 
Why? Because then happiness is there. It will just it will just happen on its own. Okay. Why? Because you're going in the right direction. And two, when you, when things happen that certain way, also things get drawn to you. You're not looking for it. It draws to you. Mm-hmm. So putting faith first. Faith first. Okay. Physical. Um, so yeah. So the order goes faith first. Physical. Physical. Mental. Mental. And then your financial. Financial. So I guess like how do you? So it's like great to say it, like putting faith first, but. I guess what do you what does that mean yeah, for you? How can you like how, how can, does that like, how can, I can't just wake well, up, okay, faith is first. Like, like what is can you build faith practically yourself? maybe? Well practically I mean when I say faith first, I mean that's primarily just taking things like like something bigger than yourself. Okay? Like I have a strong faith in God, right? Like what I own is not mine or my or my wife or my kids. It's God's. God gave it to us, hmm. shared it with us, with the responsibility to do the right things with what we have. Right? Not to take around and gloat with it and belittle people that what we have and they don't have it's not about that right and so and and it's to have that higher being and knowing the fact and being grateful for what they provided and given you but also with that responsibility the purpose right that purpose okay okay otherwise you know otherwise you know when you start taking things like that for granted then is it really about the faith or is it really more about you know um you know, gloating, right? Which gloating is not good, right? Oh, look, man, I got this and you don't have this. Or the reason why I'm here and you're not here is because, no, no, no. Okay? So it's having that stronger, that higher being, you know, in why you do what you do or why you are where you are. Could be a purpose for some people. Right. You know? I mean, it, right. You, and, and, wanna, and, you don't want to assume people's no, no. And, technically I'm, I'm not faith, here. Right? I'm not here to push anybody on any specific faith. I mean, your faith could be anywhere. Your faith, something bigger than you. Yeah, bigger than you. That's good, right? Okay. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge on universe and how how we were built and how like and that's I fine. take action in there. Like I, I believe in God. And my, and my parents are, are Muslim. Yes. We, we were raised in that religion. Like, and then I always look at little, little things like he knows when we go outside. Sometimes when we step outside, I open my eyes, take a deep breath, three deep breaths, and then just thank God for this beautiful. Like the grass is green, the sky is blue, exactly. and then this tree, like that. Tree, I wake up, just look at that tree sometimes, and in my backyard, I'm like, man, that's that's gorgeous. And that, that sun in the sky is just as vital to your health as the heart beating in your chest. Exactly. Right. No, and, and so faith makes I, sense. And, and, I I get, and that's what I'm talking about. Things that are bigger than than you. you. Okay, I'm not here to say that you know I'm not here to convert anybody. Okay, but I'm just saying, and and, and but then again, it's being also true to what that faith is, right? Yeah. Not turning around and say like you know I mean my whole thing is hey I, I let everyone know hey my my faith is very strong in, in the God and here it is this is what it is and all that and grant it was never always like that I'll be honest with you in the beginning it wasn't about having faith it was having belief so you could believe in things yeah. it doesn't mean it's first when you have faith in something it's first right does that make yeah, sense true okay and so. You know, when I changed all that also from belief to faith, and I put that put that aspect of that higher being first, okay, it also started changing a lot of things in how I perceive things. Yeah. Okay? And I started realizing, and it starts giving you a little bit of clarity and a little bit better realization of life, right? To where then also now you're opening up in what is now really what your purpose is in life. You know, a lot of times people don't understand their purpose. They've never really looked at themselves in the mirror to where I ask every, everyone, you know, people that I work with, mentor with, or even say, hey, you know, you know, you know, will you sit down with me, will you talk to me, will you this, that, whatever. And I say, well, let me, yeah, well, you know, well, let me ask you something. Well, was it, well, when was the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror 
and ask yourself this question. You know, aside from just washing your face and brushing your, brushing you know, brushing your hair and brushing your teeth and all this stuff, when was the last time you really looked at yourself in the mirror and asked yourself, "What defines the person I am today, and how do I want to be defined?" Right. As well as from that question to how do other people define me? Hmm. Only if people did that. Going back to that, that, that right. message that's important. Right. right. Like, what are you doing? To where then all of a sudden it's like, are you, is is how you want to be defined and how you define yourself the same as how other people define you or are you giving them the wrong message to where you're really not in line? Right? Oh, you know, you know, oh, I'm, I'm big on helping people, but then all of a sudden here it is, other people define how oh, Jerry wouldn't even give you a time of day. Well, it doesn't. Yeah. If, if you don't know who you are, how, how would you expect me to help you? Which yeah, totally makes sense. Exactly. And I, so I mean, the, I mean, so that's the most important thing. Do you know who you are? Okay. Okay. Do you do know your you, purpose? Do you know your purpose? Because yeah. if you understand and you know your purpose, then you'll be able to go in the right direction. With but the thing is, is also knowing that hey, this is it, and you don't let anybody pull you from it. Just lock in. Right. Because the thing is, that's you. True. It's mm-hmm. you. Or are you letting people pull you from it because you still want acceptance? Mm-hmm. So it's not about acceptance. To me, it's not about acceptance. Because the only one I need to make sure that I'm accepted from is that higher being. Huh. And the faith. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. It's your faith. <laughs> I'm kind of, a kind of question I want to propose is, it's, let's agree. Like we can, I'm sure we can agree that it's easier to be faithful when things are going good. Right? When oh, life is going good. It's when things it's are kind of going tough and, and you wake up. It's to blame it, too. Easy. Right. True. Right. Exactly. Oh, look, everything's great. Like, look at that, that faith, that purpose, right. that God, right? But when things are maybe not going so good, it's, it's uncertain. You have self-doubt. That's why I think it's important to have that faith first because it's easy to it's easy, okay, I got I got I to gotta go solve the problems. Right. But, you, get, you know, starting with that faith first. Can you, can you kind of maybe, like, t- well, do you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? No, like, having it. faith I, I, when I, things I, aren't going good? I get it, and I'll touch base with you on that, because the fact that, you know, in the beginning, when I told you I had belief and I didn't have faith, it's, it's turning around and saying, when things are good, oh, man, everything's great, you know, this, this, this. And sometimes when things are great, you're not, it's not focused on the belief, it's not focused on the faith, it's focused on the belief, and you're still saying, oh, it's good because of me, right? Mm, yeah. And when things are bad, it's not because of me, it's because, it's because that higher being, oh, you just aren't there for me. Oh, you, why do you do this to me? Why do you make me suffer? Why do you make this hurt? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? Right? But is it that higher being or is it really you? Right. Is it, is it your mental? Well, yes, it could be your mental. Okay, because like... But, but, but if you think about it, okay, so so let, let's, let's take it in, in this form. Okay, so you turn around and you are, you know, things are going well, Right? You're taking all the credit for it, for why it's going well. When the thing is not going well, you're not taking the blame because of the actions that you've done. You're pushing the blame to your higher being and saying, you know, like myself, to God, right? Because I only had belief, I didn't have faith, right? I'm telling God, why would why would you do this in my life? Why did you create this this mishap or this breakup or 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 this you know this bad relationship or you know whatever, right? All yeah. this negativity that's happening in my life. Why? What did I? What did I ever do? Why do I? Why are you doing this to me? Right? But is he really doing it to me? No, I'm doing it to myself. Because remember, I have you have free will, free choice, free free decision, all that stuff. You right? See how you look at things. Right. But the thing is, it's easy not to take responsibility. It's easy to blame. Yeah. Right. But then when you have faith, it's a different story. Right. Faith is to turn around and when things are going well, it's saying. Hey, God, you know, thank you for what you provide for me. Thank you for everything that's happening. And 
when things are going that well, hey, you know what? You know, you know, damn you, devil, or whatever, I, I banish you. And I know it's not God that's doing this to me. I know it's really that's you doing to me. And God, I thank you for bringing whatever it is that you're bringing to me. Maybe there is a reason for all this and why it's happening to me, that you're trying to teach me something to get me ready for something bigger of an obstacle that you're about to put my way that I need to be ready for. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times you're getting prepared for the next big challenge, that you need newer tools for bigger obstacles. Anyway, if you're going to take down a brick wall, you're not, you don't want a hammer. Some dynamite, baby. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, very true. And that's the thing. But you, not only can give you a stick of dynamite if you don't even know what you're working with. Yes, very true. Right? Now, what good. I do usually, uh, honestly, like when you mention, um, look back, like say the devil. I know you're giving me a hard time, uh, but God, God still got me. Uh, sometimes what I what I like to do is remind myself honestly of the things that I'm grateful for, like every day that I wake up, I, I thank God for, for for like you said, roof on top of my head, the food in my bowl, and the air in my lungs. Right. That's, that, I woke up. That's I, like remember when uh, Zach Gale mentioned something about there's not there's not a bad day. Yeah. Because you woke yeah. up today. You woke <laughs> up today. So that and that that I feel like sometimes that helps me. It's like right. I, I don't even think there's a devil. Like sure, if, if there's a devil, but sometimes that's what I like to do. Just remind myself that even there's a bad day, even though I'm going through this tough time, even though the negativity happens, I still get in my lungs, and I still, I'm still. And here's the thing: you're, you're right. Think of everything positive that you have, but because of, I mean, if you think about this, okay. Let's say, I mean, look, I'm a parent, right? And as well, maybe some. You know, you guys have parents, but let's say you were to become parents, right? What do you want to hear from your kids? Everything that you, everything that they want and the things that you haven't given to them? Or do you want to hear from them, hey, dad, you know, or hey, mom, hey, I just want to tell you, you know, how thankful I am that, you know, you put a roof over our head and you always have food on the table and clothes on, clothes on me and that you keep me sheltered and you keep me feeling protected and, you know, that, you know, you're always yeah. there. I mean, what do you want to hear? It's got to be one of the best just feelings as a human to be a parent and have your kids be like thank thank you for this food exactly but think about that if you want to feel that way and you want to hear all that things do you think that higher being doesn't want to feel and hear the same thing wow we're all we're all children of god right exactly and and if you're not and if you're not even acknowledging any of that then are you taking it for granted so if your kids never tell you thank you for what you've done and all they keep on saying, hey, I need, hey, Dad, I need more money. Hey, Dad, I need the car. Hey, Dad, I wish you, I wish you would have got me the, the new iPhone 12 or whatever the, you know, and because and now I'm not cool. Or hey, Dad, I, you know, you, you know, uh, I wish you would have put me in a better college instead of going to this college because you know, Dad, I wish you had a better job or I wish you had, whoa, yeah. right? Wow. And that's that's what's that's, that's what's wrong right now. Literally, that's what's going on. Literally, so, right, and they're all blaming. Yeah. Yeah, you know, blame you're blaming. Your, it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. People aren't blaming themselves enough. Right. It's yeah. not, and they're not taking it's acceptance. It's, right. It's acceptance. not. You know, you want to blame it on everyone, but the thing is, you're still not even being thankful for what they've already provided for you and gotten you to where you are. Can I ask you an opinion for something, Jerry? My yeah. my, my my brother told me this literally like a couple of days ago, uh, and he's younger than me. He's he's twenty. Sure. Uh, he. So he started his journey, his weight loss journey back in, back in summer. He lost over 75 pounds, 80 pounds. Yeah. And he feels extreme. I've never seen him more confident. I've never seen him healthier. I've never seen him, I've never seen him happier. And then uh, it was this other day was just hanging out in in, in our backyard sitting. He goes, I just, just, it was just, I I guess that he was just thinking out loud. He goes, man, 
if, if, if just everyone worked on themselves, the world would be a better place. And I, and then I just thought about to, 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 to myself, oh, man, that 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 kind of makes sense. That kind of does. I think it totally makes right. sense. But here's here's the thing: not everyone wants to work on themselves because they want they don't want to they don't want to feel they have a problem. And the ego is too hard to admit acceptance. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. E- ego. Yeah, ego takes a big part. But here's the thing: it's it's more the fact that I don't have the problem; they have the problem. Right? True. It's easier to say that they have the problem with me. I don't have the problem with me. But in reality, it always starts with you. Right? It That's always true. starts with you. Very true. All of us have something we need to fix. The question is, are you willing to accept the fact that what you have to fix? And are you willing to accept in doing it? Very true. Wow. Yeah. Man, I'm going to go back and listen to this podcast <laughs> probably multiple times. Do you want to start wrapping this up? What the, what, I, don't, I lost the track of time. What time is it? I want to keep Jerry Thank you so much. Honestly, we just yeah. we, got, we didn't you. even ask how long you could stay. Honestly, this has just no, been great. it doesn't matter. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm enjoying I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. I mean, we can go on forever. I know. <laughs> I, I truly could, honestly. Okay. I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation so much. Okay. And you can tell so, it's just oozing out of him, right? Yeah. No, no. And like I said, I just appreci- I appreciate the invitation and being able to, you know, you know, be here and sit down with both of you and be able to, to openly talk with your, you know, your collected, you know, yeah. uh, Jerry, like you've not only listeners, yeah. you know, because I mean, it, it is a, you know, it is a, uh, I don't want to say just a blessing. It is a blessing for me to be able to talk to people, but it's, you know, but I believe it's a big responsibility for somebody to even ask to talk openly into them. Right. Sure. Because of the fact that, you know, I mean, you know, it's a big responsibility to talk into pe- talk to people and into people's hearts. Right. Uh, because of the fact that, you know, you don't want the wrong people also talking to them. Very true. Right. Yeah. And I, I feel very privileged and very thankful that you guys even felt that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Honor I, I you, am in line to be able to do that with your collected family. Yeah, Thank we, you so we, much. We appreciate it so much. And I, I think I'm really looking forward to people who. You know, prior to this podcast, have no idea who you are, and they're going to listen to you and be like, who's, who's this guy, Jerry? So, yeah, honestly, no, it'd be great. And I, I mean, I'd be more than happy to, the, you know, if there's a specific topic ever comes out and you just want to, like, drill into a directly individual topics yeah, or whatever. True. I mean, I'd be more willing to do that as well and meet with some people. If they Can I ask one question, Jerry? Can this not be our last, last podcast? <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm sure it probably won't be our last. Okay, perfect. Podcast. Thank you so much. Because honestly, Andrew, I enjoyed this one so much. And then hopefully in the future we get to do another one. Because it was so much I wanted to talk to you more. And like I, I'm, I haven't even told you. I'm an artist. Yeah, and I wanted yeah. to I wanted to keep your brand music, but again, this 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 can't be our last podcast. We'd love to have no, you again on here. No, I'm more I, I definitely. Again, I'm I'm thankful just for being able to be here with you guys, you know, and yeah. uh, being to be able to openly talk, and you know, hopefully, whatever we, we've talked about, it's even. I know it won't be all of everything we talk about, but. Uh, I just hope that even one little bit of whatever I've said has been able to touch somebody's heart. I mean, it's got it's got you know definitely touched me. That you know, I, I feel like yeah. I learned in like the, what was that, two maybe almost two hours. I yeah. feel like I'm a different, different person now. Yeah. And, and we, if we if we could be a tool of getting your message to spread that positivity into somebody else's day, we're grateful. Yeah. yeah. We, we did something we accomplish our dream during this. Well, we accomplish our goal as well. Yeah. It's part. So, it's, yeah. it's part of our purpose, and then like it's like a three way. It sounded weird. It's like a like you know three of us are like going into our purpose right now, and like we're kind of using. Yeah. I guess these microphones and social media technology is like a exactly. platform medium to get it out there. Yeah. But you know, when we first launched the podcast, I was like, 
the kind of like what's the what's the description? What's it about? Right, is positivity, lifestyle, mindset, and life experiences. And I think we pretty much special life all that, special yeah. life experiences because yeah. each guest we bring on here is going to offer a new story. I think you have you know one of the best stories you know yet. Well, I, so I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, of course. It. Like I said, I just want to kind of touch base on little things. I don't want to get too deep in all of it, but no, I'm always willing next always time to share and next time. You know, I guess I guess. If we are going to end this, I guess let's end this in yeah. being more collected, right? Stay collected. Yeah. Stay collected. As of always, collected. Right. As of always stay, stay collected. collected. You got it. Let's do it. <laughs>